am Kim Krall. I am reporting to you not live from my closet. I'm really tired, you guys. I'm just really, really tired. If you can hear in my, hey, it's Krall's face. Yeah, I'm just really tired. I, um, oh, right out of the gate, I guess. Um, I'm, I'm working on some old trauma, some childhood stuff in my recovery and therapy work. And it is bringing on all sorts of really, really traumatic dreams, um, which is a part of it. So if you are doing some of the hard work that I am doing, first of all, good for you. It's very hard. It's not easy. And uh, and it's worth it, though. Um, I So I just am not. And then I also am giving Henry a pill every 10 to 12 hours and have to like figure out Henry's my cat if you're new to the program to the program what am I 80 if you're new to this news program um news there's these stories I don't know what else do old people call tv um uh if you're new to the program Henry's my cat who is has hyperthyroidism and I finally got the net the number to the place that will do the surgery or treatment that will cure him, but they take him for seven days. I just don't know if I can do that. But uh, so I also am like trying to like chase this pill, right? In order to like do my work schedule too. So it's like, all right, I work tomorrow at one. That means I need to give him a pill by 1230 tonight. So I give him a pill tomorrow at 1230, which means I have to get up at like, it's like, so I'm not sleeping great. And then when I do fall asleep, I have these awesome dreams about my childhood. I do know that they will go away and everything I have read and learned about dreams. It's just basically like your self-conscious, self-conscious. That's not the right word. Subconscious, uh, working shit out on a different plane. So it's a lot of fun. Not anything I'm going to really share right now. Probably when it's like, if you haven't, like, I'm very open. Obviously, I'm super open on this podcast, but I also, I'm open about my trauma and the shit that I've been through once I've like worked through it. You know what I mean? Cause like, I just, I, I, so I, I'm super open and people are like, oh my God, but you're like an open book. I'm like, absolutely. But like when I'm working through something, I'm pretty private about it until I have it worked out. And then I'm like, I don't care who knows. I can shout it from the ce- rooftops, ceilings, rooftops. I don't know the sayings. Um, so yeah, I was just like super tired. And it, this thing is supposed to come out in like 25 minutes. And I'm like, I just couldn't get out of bed this morning, but I do have a negative COVID-19 test that I got this morning. So that's not what it is. It's just, I think it's just a lot going on. A lot of good, um, a lot of great stuff, a lot of awesome shit. And then a lot of stuff that if this makes any sense at all, a lot of stuff that's really difficult, but I think will turn into like, it either will turn into something I will really grow from, or it could turn out to be for the better. Well, both of those things, actually, all this stuff that's really difficult, it's going to turn out to be for the better and it'll be awesome growth. But it's just like right now, I'm just like exhausted emotionally, emotionally exhausted. Um, I had two shows this weekend. I had two live in-person shows. That, by the way, a lot of people on my um, Instagram, I was I posted that I was getting my bi-weekly test. I try to get tested every two weeks. Uh, and I learned how to say bi-weekly, Jamie. Hear that? Um, bi-weekly. It's every two weeks. I had to Google it a few times and also ask here. And so you told me a few times. And then I also Googled it a few times. My brain can't wrap its, itself. Like, I'm a smart, smart girl who has kind of a good memory. But I have a weird, I can't grasp or process certain things like when I count this is weird but when I count money and there's a $10 bill in there I have to recount it like 15 times because my brain is like $10 $10 that's 10 that's not five you know what I mean you probably don't that's totally crazy I also 
I don't know why I'm telling you this part. Uh, I'll go back to the shows in a minute. I also am not able to, and I know everyone, do not DM me the difference. I know the difference. I have to think about the difference, but I'm saying like, like right off the top of my head, I cannot, I don't know which one is called a nickel and which one is called a dime. Please do not DM me and tell me which is which. I know, like, I have to just think about it, if that makes sense. Like, I'm not a fucking idiot, but, like, it just my brain won't, like, hold on to that information. Like, I know the bigger one is five cents and the smaller one is ten cents, but I have to think about which one is which, right? The bigger one is a nickel, the smaller one's a dime. Please do not DM me about this. It's like bowling. Like, when I can't bowl, I'm like, I'm good about, I don't want to bowl. I don't want to bowl good. Don't teach me how to bowl. And then you always bowl with some asshole who's like... If you just turn your wrist, I'm like, I don't care. So the same with nickel and dime. I'm never going to be able to totally grasp that information. I'm really tired. I don't know if this is coming off grumpy. Um, But uh, so I had two live shows this weekend. Oh, man. And that's, oh, yeah. What I was going to say is for those of you, a few people asked on my Instagram why I get tested every two weeks. Um, because I live in a big city where we are still are. I mean, first of all, the country's cases are still growing. And if you don't think this thing is real still or it's not a threat jesus christ it'd be wild if you were still listening to me if you were still listening to this podcast and you didn't believe in the covid virus and you support trump um i don't understand you as a human for all sorts of reasons but also i you know i'm I'm very vocal about my political views on here um but so like i for i don't know why that's a question but um i I guess i do that most people who ask live in smaller communities but i live in a really big city where the the cases are still increasing and I'm out in the world again. I'm working, I am I'm working. So I just think it's responsible to do all of those things, get tested every couple of weeks, uh, wear your mask, wash your hands, stay six feet apart. I had a, 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 a recovery session yesterday and we went to a park and we sat six feet apart where we talked about, you know, a lot of rough stuff, but it was in the middle of nowhere. So it was fine. Like it was a big, big ass park, right? So like it's just I think just right now, especially since there's not a lot of leadership in the country and we are still we never got out of the first wave. I don't know if anyone knows that, but there's never not been a lull. It's increased. It's increased. It's increased like and like the rest of the world is gearing up for the second wave. And we're like, oh, we're just going to ride right into the second wave. Like it's just going to be one wave. We're never going to like fucking crazy fucking crazy and our president is having massive rallies oh it's so it's like it's maddening man it's fucking maddening 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 i can't say the word um but so yeah for those of you asked so i i did i had two live shows this weekend where it was um the tickets were limited uh one was at a backyard at a pool which was really cool it was really it was just such a fucking cool weekend like it just made me realize like, I know a lot of people started comedy again, you know, after, you know, and the new times, I guess that's what I'll call it, the new times, um, and realized they didn't want to do it anymore. And then others of us did it, and it's like, oh, I'm meant to do this, bro. Like, I just, I don't know, I went, my buddy Mark Stevens, who I want to drop his name, Mark Stevens, uh, is dropping his EP this weekend, this Friday, so two days from now, his band is called Drunk... Oh no, I had it. I had it. I had it written down. I had it on the, like right before I started hit record, I was like drunk on death. I think it's drunk on death. Yeah. Drunk on death. Sorry, Mark. Um, right before I came in, I was like, remember that fucking name of his band. So you can talk about it on your show. Um, drunk on death. He drops his EP 
this Friday. Check it out on iTunes. It's uh, it's really good. He sent me a couple of the tracks. It's really, really good. And, I, you know, support art, man. Uh, without art, we wouldn't have gotten through this fucking time at all. And all of you know that. Like, what did you do during the thing? Oh, you didn't watch TV? Oh, you read a book? Oh, you didn't read a book? Oh, you... Listen to podcasts. I don't know. I can't think of anything else right now. I'm being, I'm so snarky right now. I'm just so tired. Uh, ah, um, it, it'll pass too. I'll be fine. It'll pass. This is just uh, part of the work, you know. Um, you want to become a better person or be better, which we all should want to strive to be. Uh, you got to. Um, sometimes I make a loud noise because my my the thing I record on makes it look like I'm not talking and I'm like fuck is there no sound so I have to just be like fuck there is okay so uh yeah it's just the work so if I sound a little out of it and tired today um that is why I'm just doing the uh the work to become a better person so I can live the life I dream of and I'm kind of living that right now and it's pretty fucking cool um I got a cough I think which is not COVID cough I think it's just a lot of the broads at my job too are calling out sick and what's really funny to me it's really this is really I'm gonna go back to the shows don't worry you know how I'll always circle back around um (coughs) sorry oh it's funny to me well first of all I'm afraid to talk about where I work now because I've been telling customers to listen to my podcast and they have. Hi, Joanne and Art. Um, those are the first two that I, I like felt oddly insecure too. Like they were like, I like I was, I was so busy last week. I mean, like running around like a crazy person and we weren't really following a lot of the rules for COVID and that's why I get tested. <laughs> One could go crazy. Um, uh, I, uh, yeah. And so I was really, really busy. So like these, this couple, I was just like, hi guys. Uh, I barely, I, I was just like, I'll just get your beers and then just give me a minute. Like whatever. Right. Like I was running around and I came over and I was taking her order. And then I was like, you look, I was like, I know you, how do I know you? Cause when you work in the bar industry, people look familiar, like everyone looks familiar, but like, then there's people that are like, like when people are like, Oh, I just come in here a lot. You're like, no, we had a conversation or I know you outside of here. Like you, there's, you compartmentalize familiarity. Right. And so I was like, wait, how do I know you? And she goes, oh, when you first started, you told me to listen to your podcast. And we do now. And I got so insecure. It was so weird. Not insecure because like I'll see people on the street or I get DMs from strangers who listen to podcasts and it's fucking rad. But it was like a weird world's colliding. I was like, oh, God, you know all of my stuff. Here's your Bud Light. But I realized that that is what I want to do and I will not be at this bar forever. So um, it's weird for me to talk about the place, but... uh, because I am telling, I don't think I really bad mouth it. I think there is a lot of, it is like every restaurant just breeds drama and negativity, like behind the scenes. And I'm just really doing my best to just not engage this go around. Um, that is probably the only negative thing I have to say. But I would have to say that every single person you talk to who works in the industry will say the exact same thing. Um, but it's so funny now, like people are able to call out sick, like before times when people like how many times I worked sick as a fucking dog. I mean, like, I don't know what that means. Sick as a dog. Like also why'd they kill old yeller? Sorry, that was a really big curveball. But is that where that comes from? And why did we show our children that that movie was so fucking traumatic? They're like, your dog's sick. Let's let's make the other little boy shoot it in the back. It was so unnecessarily traumatic. Unless you lived in a farm where you would have to do that eventually. Like, I was a city kid. Why the fuck would you show me that? Oh, it was so traumatic. I think about it all the time. 
but like so before times you'd work like sick as a dog like super fucking sick but no one could cover and the restaurant had to open so you're like literally like giving people their food while you're like you're 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 really sick you're like puking in the back or you're whatever and like the amount of times that's happened but now it's like I'm not gonna work sick because I could have this thing that has killed a lot of people and part of me wonders if people are taking advantage of that right um like I, I don't know so um I don't know what made me think of that but yeah, like only a couple of girls have called out sick, but it's, and then we all just sort of have to step up and work longer hours, which to me is cool. Like if I'm already going to work that day, I don't care. Like I'll work longer hours and make more money. That's why I'm there. Right. But it's just so interesting. It's so interesting. So I had, uh, I'm not going to talk about that place. I literally am just, I, I can't anymore. I've got way too much cool shit happening to like, obs- like it's not 2009 again. I'm not a big wangs, you know, obsessing over my shifts or whatever. I am this many years old I'm pretty I think I'm 38 37 38 is that weird I don't know I'll have to do the math when we get out of here um but I'm in my I like to still say mid 30s but I think I'm in my late 30s now fuck um I also that brings me oh my god I have so much I thought I was so tired I was like this is gonna be a rough hour to get through because I'm just so tired but I'm not now now I have so much to say we'll get back to the age thing because I'd like to talk about the age thing and how fucked up that is um but the shows it just so my buddy Mark Stevens came with me and the first show and we drove home and he was just like dude you need to be bigger than you are like you should be way bigger than you are which is a huge compliment and he's right I should not I should be uh, I and I will be and I I think a lot of it before times I surrounded myself with a lot of comics not Uh, and people a lot of people that that were that and I talk about this a lot that when my 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 self-esteem and my my self-worth got better these people have fucked off but like before all of this I was really working on my self-worth and my self-esteem and they weren't that high so I was you know dating really bad dudes and surrounding myself with some friends not all my friends I have some really solid amazing friends that were there before the in the early times but in the old times, you know what I'm saying. But I also had like sprinkled in there some toxic people. And I had a, a, a guy I worked with a lot who would go back and forth, believe in me and then shit on me, believe in me and then shit on me. And it was very, it's very, it's a, what abusive people do, abusive, insecure people do, like to keep you on the, the hook. I don't know, but it w- it would be like, you know, he'd see me perform and he like, I have the, the best set ever. And he would be like, Oh my God, I'm so proud of you. You're so funny. And then like, we need to get you bigger, like, like encouragement, encouragement, encouragement. And then the very next day it would just be like, Oh, I didn't even know. Was that one of your best sets? I don't, I don't know. I honestly haven't seen your comedy enough, but if you think that was a great set, like that kind of shit. And so before times I spent so much time with, and not just that guy, several people like that, like, who were like, oh my God, I support you, I support you. And then once something cool would happen, like this particular guy would tell me anytime something cool would happen and it would involve a man, he would be like, oh, you're only getting that because that guy wants to fuck you. Not possibly that I'm talented or I'm, yeah, right? Like it was always because that guy wants to fuck you. And that, like I had people sprinkled in my life like that that would be like, oh my God, I support you so much. And then when something cool would come along, it would be like, well, you didn't get paid for that, right? Or like, you barely got paid for that. Or like, that's not even really modeling. Like that kind of shit. And since the pandemic, such a weird sentence to say, I have those, I've worked on my self-worth and like 
those people have kind of fucked off on their own. Like, I don't hear from them. I don't talk to them. And they, they there's all kinds of memes out there and tweets that say that. But it's just like, shine so bright that it makes people afraid to say that shit to you anymore. And they just don't. They're just not in my life. But, and that's what I was trying to explain to my buddy Mark. I was like, yeah, before all this, I had those type of people in my life who anytime I'd get a little bit further, they would, and that's, and that's not me being victimized. Like I understand fully my part in that. Um, I, you know, I fed on that. Like if you tell me I'm not good enough and I'm, then I believe I'm not good enough. That means I don't have to walk through this terrifying. Cause if I am good enough, which I am, all the opportunities that are coming my way now are so far out of my comfort zone that I'm fucking terrified every day, but in like a, the most beautiful way. Right. Like Carrie Fisher said, who I believe it's her birthday today. Happy birthday, Carrie Fisher. Um, it's a weird fact that I found out on Twitter this morning, I think. I don't know. Once again, I'm not sleeping very well. So like all the days are running together. I'm like, today is Wednesday. Like every 20 minutes I have to look at the thing. I'm like, it's Wednesday. I work at four. This is what I have to do. Like I almost forgot to record this. I've just all the days are running together. My sleep will come back. Um, but I saw, I think I said, but happy birthday, Carrie Fisher. She said, um, it was like, be, be afraid, but do it anyway. And then there was more to the quote, but I used to have it on my wall, on my phone. I don't know what I'm saying right now. Did we go off the rails? I think we went off the rails, but like be, but every day I'm afraid, but in the most beautiful way. And yesterday, what did I do yesterday? Oh, yesterday I had this big session with, um, a new person I'm working my recovery program with and, I was terrified to tell her a bunch of shit that had happened to me as a kid. I thought I was done with that. Thought never told one person, don't ever tell anybody again. But uh, that's just not how it works, friends. Um, and if I want to continue doing what I'm doing with my life, I'm probably going to have to tell a lot of this hard shit over and over again because I, I think there, I think I'm going to be able to help a lot of people with it. But I'm still processing it on my own. And so walking to this park, it was just I was fucking so scared. And prior to the 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 end times the old times I would have um prior to the end times sorry that's so dark we're in the end times friends um but I prior to that like I I wouldn't have seeked out extra I wouldn't have sought out new help right uh because I didn't think I was worthy it wasn't enough and I was surrounded by people who would tell me just enough to keep me I mean obviously you can't hang out with someone who's like you suck all the time but like the abusive back and forth of like, I don't know if that makes any sense. I feel like I'm going crazy. Um, but so now I, so now I, I'm doing these shows with like these big people that like I'm holding my own. So Friday night was super awesome. I got a few followers from that, which was really cool, which that like, I know that sounds really like I got some followers from that, but like, if you are, if you tell jokes at a show where you don't know anybody, and no one comes up to you afterwards to tell you how funny you were. You know why. You know why. And people came up to me and they all followed me. And it was it was really fucking rad. It was really fucking rad. Um, and it was cool to be on that show because there was a lot of big people on that show who tour before the end times tour nationally, you know, and were on some TV shows. And uh, and then Saturday night I performed. Um, I saw this show. I saw this show and I, uh, for a couple of uh, like a month or so oh my little kitten is crying again um I'm having so many cat problems guys too Henry is he's doing all right he's just puking and then also Lucy still needs to be fixed don't worry Henry's fixed she's just like borderline feral and I can't catch her but she cries once a month my doctor is like we'll give her a pill and then she'll pass out it just all seems really like 
the timing has to be perfect and I'm freaked out, whatever. That's a whole other bag. But if you can hear her crying, know that she gets a lot of love. Um, but, uh, and it's just really distracting, especially when I'm so tired. But so I saw the flyer for this show on Saturday and it was with a bunch of like powerhouse comedians that are some of my favorite people and a woman that I really admire. And I was really bummed out that I wasn't on it. I was like, oh man, I want to be on that show. Um, and then the woman I admire, I uh, got sick, not COVID sick, but like, you know, and you know, like now times, if you're a little bit sick, you don't go out at all. Before when you had like sniffles, you'd stay, you'd go out and be like, it's fine. But now it's like, we all just are like, it's better to, you know, we don't want to get anybody sick, the vulnerable and stuff. Um, and the cool thing is, so she got sick and couldn't do the show and they reached out to me. And I know that like that means I'm second choice, which is fine because this, this broad, her name's Jen Murphy. She is a powerhouse and tours the country. So like the fact that they asked me next is was such a huge honor and I held my own it was so fun these guys are like like they're powerhouses so we basically we did it in a house in the hills um for an audience of like eight people and then an audience of like 20 on zoom so it was really small but really fucking cool and it was just so cool to be back oh it's just it's so good to be back and it's it's awesome I've done comedy three times in the new times and they've all gone really well and it just keeps it just keeps going I'm really excited for what what's to come I'm so excited um let's get back to the age thing so uh I've encountered a few women recently that have one I encountered that it lies about her age and has for decades or a decade and which is, it's, it's everyone, no one, it's none of my business, right? Like whatever. Like I understand, especially in Hollywood. It, what makes me upset is that like, not upset. It makes me upset that we have to do that because it's like, we are taught in society that women's lives end at like 25, 28. So like if you hit 30, you're not married and your career hasn't happened. You're about to age badly and quickly and it's over and no one's going to love you. You have cats and you're over 30. What? so fucking stupid I think what happened was long long ago the men decided like I think it was like bear with me I'm not an I hate man person but I also if you get offended by this next sentence you're the guy that I'm talking to you know what I mean I guess like I watched the Bill Burr Saturday Night Live god I love him so much it was so interesting to see him in a new in a in like a vulnerable performing place right because he'd never done Saturday Night Live Lucy oh I'm gonna hold on pause I know that this is probably little bear it's okay okay someone told me I should make a like a like a a mix uh, a mixtape I don't know what the word compilation of all the times I either say I'm sweaty or I check on my cats or I think Darth Vader's walking into my room Darth Vader's scary dude or Batman man Johnny Depp there's so many things like weird things I'd be I, I think about all the time if they just walked into my room um but uh like it's I think long oh yeah Bill Burr's talked a lot about white women and how we just sort of stepped over this movement and like put ourselves in the front was like oh my god I'm so upset about all the oppression and a lot of white women got really mad and like he was funny and spot on and I feel like if you got mad over that he's talking to you and what I'm about to say right now if you're getting mad over that I'm talking to you um 
I feel, yeah, it's just like when, when I have friends that are like, white people are really racist. I never get mad about that because I'm not racist. So like, I'm like, yeah, they are. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So I, I, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, I feel like if you, what I'm about to say, if it really upsets you, you're a part of the problem. Um, but I think a long, long time ago, men realized that women are way more powerful and smarter than men. And most men, again, most men in my life are like, yeah, for sure. But men are stronger. So the greatest trick that we were played on is that it's like, oh, we'll just dominate women because we're stronger and we'll make them feel small. We, we are second guessed constantly. The amount of times that like even at work like this, like I work with this guy who who uh, constantly is second guessing everything I say. But I know if I was a dude, he wouldn't. I'm like, yeah, those people aren't drunk. They've had two drinks like they went from zero to nothing. I don't know why they're so he's like, are you sure? Yeah, I'm fucking sure. I've been doing this longer than you've been allowed in the bar. Um, but like that's that's how it goes. That's how. I mean, and if you're a woman, you know that you're constantly being like, are you sure is that? But I think that that's because we were taught that. And same with age. We are told that we end at like 25, 30. And I think it's because, no, I know it's because women get more powerful and beautiful with age. Like we get more power. Like I, some of the most beautiful women I know are in their 50s. And like society has told them that they can't start over, that it's over for them. And like I've seen the most beautiful 50-year-old women with these like crazy insecurities because fucking society has told us that our lives are over. I, I've been talking lately about, not lately, I've been, I, I, uh, yeah, lately, openly that I would like to get married and have a child. Um, I am older and, uh, and I, I, on my birthday this year, I saw this feed on, oh, this is vulnerable. I saw this feed on this secret girl group I'm in, which has like 30,000 women or something. It's like fight club. We're not allowed to really talk about it, but, um, and the, and this woman asked about having a baby in her forties and I clicked on it. It was my birthday morning, right? 38. I'm 38. Um, wow. Jesus Christ. That's really bad. I'm terrified of getting the year wrong. And then one year realizing that I'm a year older and then losing a whole year of my life. That happened to my buddy where he thought he was like 35 and thought he was 36. And then one year his mom was like, no, dude, you're 40 or something like that. And he's like, what? So I'm terrified of doing that. So I'm 38. But so I clicked on it, terrified that it was just going to be a lot of like, it's rare, it's rare, it's not going to happen, I'm really sorry, look into adoption, like, that kind of thing, and it was, like, 200 comments of, like, I had my first baby at 40, my second baby at 43, they're very healthy, they're very, like, it's possible, and I think for a long, with PTSD, which I have quite a bit of, um, I don't, you don't, one of the symptoms of it, or, or effects of it, I guess, I don't know what the right terminology is, um, you don't plan ahead, right, like, I never, like as a kid, it was just like, get to eight. All right, let's get to 10. All right, we got to 10. Like I never like, the only thing I ever knew was that I needed to get the fuck out of where I, my, my living, my home situation. And then when I was 21, it was like, cool, we'll make it to 23. Okay, we made it. And now I'm doing all this work on myself, right? And I'm realizing that like, I get to have a future. And I get to marry a man that I that is good to me and and I think I'd be a really good mom but it's weird I'm starting to like kind of slip it in there with my friends and they're like oh you've just never talked about it and I think I just never thought it was in the cards like I thought that the kid thing was just like another thing that my childhood robbed me of right that I just was never gonna be a good enough person to have a baby and 
by the time I was enough to have a baby, it would have taken away from me. Now, I think it's a couple years out. I still have not met the man of my dreams. There are a lot of dicks flying my way lately. Um, I am out in the world and I do like myself a lot more. So that that radiates, you know what I mean? That gets that gets people being like her. And which which makes me like I have uh, because of the relationship I had with my father, I avoid healthy, I avoid love because love from him was really needy and sick and unhealthy and, and, and abusive. And so I've always thought that like any kind of love would, I'd, I'd be trapped and it'd be abusive. So I avoid real relationships, right? So I have all these like sketchy ass relationships. Um, some are, I mean, some are real, but they're just not, you know, they're always, there's always a but, you know what I mean? And, uh, and now I'm like trying to work past that because I think I'm trying to articulate this. I think like like a guy came in on Sunday and he is he's very cute. He's cute. I don't know what and he's and he's age appropriate and he has a good job and he was there all day and didn't get shit housed. You know what I mean? Like he was just like uh, and he seemed and there's these two these two uh, this lesbian couple that love me that are trying to find me a boyfriend. They're like, what's your type there? I love them. I love them. Mira and Lara, you guys are amazing. Uh, but they were like, what about that guy? And so we start talking. They, they found out all this stuff about him. And I was like, oh, yeah. And he he didn't ask me out. But he's like, I hope I get to see you next week. He looked at me and he goes, he was he was how I said there's a new line. I'm all flustered now. I have like a little crush on this guy. Um, I'm like an inch taller than him. It doesn't matter. He carries himself tall. I'm, no, I think I'm exactly the same height. I don't know. I can't. I got nervous. I'm sweaty now. Fuck. Um, I have a crush. And uh, what was I saying? But he, like, I was like, what is he, is he gonna, is he gonna ask me out today? That's super weird. Like, I don't know. But he did, he didn't. He was like, I hope to see you next week. And I was like, oh, I hope to see you next week too. And that's what you do, right? You get to know someone over a little bit of time. You don't just ask out your fucking bartender. I'm a waitress. Blah. Um, but, uh, um, what was I saying? Oh, I just got so flustered. I've said, oh, he did say the cutest thing. So like I shared, there's a lot of dudes that are a lot of dudes. Like, sweetheart, can I see under that mask? No. I want to know who I'm talking to. You know who you're talking to. I'm a person standing in front of you. You don't need to know what my fucking face looks like, right? He didn't ask that. We just started talking about our masks. And I told him that. And he goes, and I and I go, so I just tell everyone that it's when, when I'm asked that I go, oh, this mask thing is actually the best thing that's ever happened to me. Like, I am really unattractive from the nose down. Like, I'm missing teeth. Like, so like I have these big beautiful eyes and then I'm just like a troll underneath this so like this mask thing and normally it gets whatever said dude to shut the fuck up because then he realizes how very rude it is to be like I'm gonna base how I treat you on what you look like right but this guy that I have a little crush on um he he like made a joke he goes oh I, I doubt he, he said something like I doubt it I'm so nervous talking about this Jesus uh he's like I doubt it and uh and then he goes, I, I really do hope that one day I get to see what's under that mask, but like not in a creepy way and like a very sweet, like I hope to get to know you one day way. Does that make any sense? I don't know. I'm so flustered. Ha. Ah, I already looked him up on Facebook. I don't want to tell you his name. What a, what a creep. What a creep. I already looked him up on Facebook. I've looked up a lot of customers on Facebook and Instagram. I was trying. There's a really, really hot dude, a really hot dude, like uncomfortably hot dude. And he also knows he's really hot. So it makes it even more. Uh, I found myself on his Instagram and then I was terrified that I almost liked a bunch of his stuff. What am I saying right now? I'm so sweaty and nervous. Did I get through? Oh, the age thing. And I, oh yeah, I want to have a baby. I want to have two. 
and then maybe adopt one. I want to like, but it like my friends are like, oh, which I'm trying not to take personally. Like my, my girlfriends, when I first told them, they were like, huh, you've never really talked about it. And then I was just like, oh, does that mean that they're like, of course they're going to be blown away. They've known me 10 years and I've never mentioned wanting a child and I don't want a child tomorrow, but you know, I think I'd be a good mom and I think I can do it all. There was also like a stigma or there was also another thing placed on us as women that we can't have a career and a family. And that's bullshit, right? That's bullshit. And the age thing is wild. Like I used to work with this woman who, who, um, lied about her age for like 10 years or something like that. And it was always uncomfortable because like the people we'd work with asked me how old I was. And then I'd say how old I was. And I don't, and maybe I'm so open about it because I do look rather young, but I'm mean, burping. Um, but, uh, but then they'd go, oh, I'm making up names now. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to out anybody for their, um, lying about their age because that's their business. That's their business. I just, I would rather spend my time fighting for equality that I deserve to be in a writer's room at 38, just as much as a 25 year old, not because of our ages, but because of our talent. Do you know what I mean? And I think that if we, we came together as women and we're like celebrating our age instead of like shame of our age, I think we'd be able to turn this thing around and like change the narrative. Um, so I'm proud. And I also, the older I get, the cooler life gets, man. Like I wouldn't go back to my twenties for the only way I'd go back to my twenties is if I knew what I knew now. And that's just not how it works. You know, like the old, and like some of the coolest, wisest, like all the coolest, wisest women I know are older than me. That's not true. I have a couple of younger friends that are, uh, you know, I mean, but the older we get, I, we all can agree that the smarter we get, the more, the more fuck, the more like relaxed in our skin, the less fucks we give, you know, like I just, I, I had this table of uh, women a couple of weeks ago, this sort of what sparked it, it all sort of happened in one, like one week period. I made friends with a girl who's been lying about her age for a while and like, I get it. And then the next night I was waiting on, um, and, it, and it's just the industry and a lot, a lot of it does happen more in Hollywood if you guys live in other parts of the country and you're like, I don't know anybody who does that. A lot of it's Hollywood because uh, we're told that our careers end at 25. If we haven't popped at 25, we will not make it, you know, like, and that's bullshit. I'm 38 and I think my dreams are about on the cusp of coming true, which is fucking wild. And I would not have been able to do it at 25. At 25, I didn't even know why I was so fucked up. Like I knew I had a really fucked up mom had no idea what my dad had done to me. And all I knew is that like, I was just barely fucking hanging on every day. Right. And just like drinking through the days just to like fit in. And, uh, but, and so that like a couple of nights later, after I had, I found out a friend of mine was, uh, you know, fibs about her age, fibs, it's a nice way, uh, go to a table of women and it's one of the girl's birthdays. And I was like, Oh, happy birthday. And then I was like, can I see everybody's ID? And I was, and they all were like, uh, yeah. Like they were, they, it was like a weird, like, why? Like we're so old. And then I was, and I, and the girl was like, well, I'm turning 21 today for the fourth time. And I was like, wow, bitch, you're already lying about your age. And then I looked at all of them and I was just like, you're 25, you're 24, you're 23. What the fuck are you doing? I was like, I'm 38 years old. 38. We already decided it's 38. I'm going to do the math when we get out of the closet. Um, just so I don't lose a year of my life in five years. Terrified of that. That's the only thing I'm terrified about my age is that I like miss a couple of years because I'm so bad at that kind of stuff. Um, but I was just, they were like, oh my God, you're 38? 
Like I was fucking ancient. I was like, yeah. They're like, your eyes don't have any wrinkles. <laughs> I was like, I'm not old. And we had this whole talk about it. And it was just like, your life doesn't fun. And they were, I, I hope I made an impact because it was just like, I'm going to, and I know a lot of women that I, that I spend time with are spending, are working on changing that, changing the narrative. A lot of comic friends I know are like, yeah, I'm 40. It's awesome. And I'm not going to hide about it because some, some pervy old executive, things are changing, baby. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, so, uh, ages ages uh be proud of being older you know the more you and and life is really short I, I life is so short to just like be chasing a fucking number you know what I mean it's just so short to be chasing a number and if I meet a guy who thinks I'm too old and is just like oh because I did have a buddy who told me he doesn't date women my age he's my age he's my age and won't date women my age and I was like why he goes because you guys are like desperate to get serious really quickly and like you need to get married within the year in order to have your baby by 40 and I'm like yeah I don't want to date a guy like you like I I I think I have a date on Monday it's one of those things again that I think I do I don't know if I do it's unclear I'll let you know next week um and I don't even know if I want it to be a date but who, who cares but like I don't need a husband to have a baby like if it comes down to it and like I realize I'm not gonna get that which I don't believe that I think I'm gonna find a really awesome dude um it's just it's just like I don't know I just feel like I feel like a really cool man's coming my way um but I don't I don't what a weird mentality I won't date a woman your age because then she's just extra desperate and I think that's projection brother I don't know what that means this really went off the rails I think I, I got really flustered and uncomfortable because I told you guys I had a crush. Um, we'll see. I don't know. He's he's uh he seemed really nice. Um and we'll see. He he did not express interest, so maybe this is all one sided. Um, but I am sweating again talking about him. See, that's what is that? What is that? Like why why is my body like that? I'm like, oh I have a really big crush. And then my body's like I'm like, hi crush. I, how are you? And my body's like, oh, is this the moment that we should just pour the sweat out of all of her orifices? Orifices? No, it doesn't, sweat doesn't come out of your eyes. Your pores? Pour your sweat out of your pores. Well, this has been sufficiently all over the map. I will hopefully get more sleep by next week. Um, I never told a poop scoop today. Uh, let's see. I told you, uh, if you get a second, go, go check out Friday. Go check out Friday. Um, Mark Stevens EP drunk on death um this is not a sponsorship thing I just want I just love that kid that kid supports everything I do and I'd love it if more people if you threw some support his way because he support he supports and loves my career and um constantly tells me what a fucking star I'm going to become um so just if you get a second drunk on death go check it out Friday uh, I told you about I have a list I try to do um all the dicks coming my way all the dudes. It's just, it's weird. It's like the guy from my past is back. Oh, we hung out on Friday. I don't know how that's going to go. I told you that I, um, I'm not ready to share. Like I'm, I, I like to share things when it's after it's happened and I've processed it. Um, as you saw with the crush, I'm like, I can't talk. I don't know. Um, but I did hang out with the guy on Friday and it was, um, it was nice. It was, uh, it was fun. It was nice. It was fun. 
I could see how it would just fall right into something comfortable, and I don't know how I feel about that. Like reboundish for him, me just maybe settling. I don't know if he listens to this. Sorry, dude, if you do, but like I don't know. Um, I think they're. I think that's a whisper words of wisdom. Let it be. Let it be. Situation. You know. Um, but then also Monday, I think I'm. I have a date, and I have this crush on this other dude. I don't know, some dicks are flying my way. I'm out back out in the world, baby. And I, uh, and yeah, I, I feel good and happy. And I know I feel good and happy if you were wondering how I'm feeling. How are you feeling? Uh, it's something you should ask yourself quite a bit in this, this, this tra- trauma work. I realize that a lot of people who experience trauma, they don't really stop and ask themselves how they're doing. They can't identify their feelings. And I couldn't for the longest time could not identify feelings. Isn't that wild? For normal people, they're like, what do you mean? How do you not know how you're feeling? Well, when you, for people who can relate to that part of my podcast and me, understand that when you are raised in an environment where either your feelings are constantly told that you are wrong, or your feelings are ignored, or it's easier to, or you get really unwanted, inappropriate attention, all three happen to me. Uh, when, when you're a kid, you just learn to not have feelings. You learn to just kind of stuff them down. And in order to be a well-rounded adult and have the life that you want to have, you got to do some work to figure out how you feel. You know, it's so crazy. Uh, I was, I'm reading, I'm, you know, I'm doing this work with this new person in recovery and I'm reading stuff I wrote a year ago and a lot of it's not real anymore. Like, a year ago, I wrote down, so you were supposed to write how you're feeling, right? It's part of one of the steps, right? You know, just to learn how to start identifying feelings. And I remember I sat on that for like two weeks. I was like, I don't, I don't know, I guess sad, I guess uh, uh, happy, I don't know. You know, like I had no idea. And and yesterday as I'm reading it, I'm like, oh my God, I remember writing all that. Well, this is how I feel today. Exactly. Like it's it's wild. A year ago, it's wild what a year can do. So um um, check in with yourself. How are you feeling? I didn't go away. I just wanted to give you a pause to answer yourself. Be good to yourself, you know. Um, poop scoop. Are we ready for some poop scoop? I should come up with a song. Poop scoop. Are we ready for some poop scoop? I don't know if I've ever told this story, but I feel like my this podcast, like unless you're like you've listened, you've listened from the beginning. A lot of people just listen to the new episode or they don't listen in order, and I, if I have told this story, I told it on like episode three. I really need to archive it. But also, even if I archive it, I'm not going to remember all the crap when I come in here. All the crap. Uh, I didn't mean to do that, but that was great. So I used to work at this bar uh, in Highland Park called Johnny's. Um, I worked there a couple of years. They Maybe it's me. They didn't really. I mean, they liked me, I guess. But I was the new person. I was the only new person. Like everyone that worked at that bar. Yeah, they liked me. I'm still good friends with one of the dudes. Um we did not end on a great note, me and that bar. I did put my two weeks in. I'll tell that story another time. It's kind of a bummer. Uh, but so I, I, um, I came in one Sunday afternoon, right? And, uh, one Sunday evening, I worked Sunday nights and I came in and the bar was like fucking packed and I was going to blow out a toilet. I was like, it was one of those things where it was like running. Why does that happen? And why, why can't, and why do people get uncomfortable when you're like, I'm going to shit my pants? People are like, ugh, too much information. Like you've never accidentally shit your pants or had to shit your pants or almost shit your pants or thought you were going to shit your pants. Like there's all of us have experienced it. I don't know why we're so shameful of others when it happens to them. 
that's another thing I want to do with my life. If I die and everyone's like, that's Kim Crawl. She's the one who made us stop being freaked out about shit in ourselves. I will have lived a fulfilled life. So, uh... I go running in, I like check in with the girl, but I don't want to be like sweaty and like obvious I'm going to poop because I don't know how it's going to go down in there, right? Like, I don't know what's going to take place and I don't know what I'm going to have to like hide, hide from. So, and this is one of the bars. I haven't hit any matches in this new bar, but I should. Uh, I, every bar I've worked in, I hide matches in the bathroom just in case, you know? And so thank God I have the matches. So I go in and I casually am like checking in, but I'm like holding my breath so I don't poop my pants. And she's trying to explain the tabs. And I'm like, yo, I actually, can I go to the bathroom real quick before, uh, before we, uh, before we do that? I just have to really pee. And she's like, of course. And so we go in the bathroom, I pee. And luckily it's one of those poops that just like, you know, just like pours out of you. Like it's it's so gross, but yes, like just pours out, but it's real quick. And I'm like, thank God. And then I wipe, I flush and I light the match and then I turn around to throw the match in the toilet and the toilet is now full to the rim of like black sludge. Now, I don't think that like now, like now, like later in the day, I found out it wasn't all me and it was someone else and the toilet. But like I sparked this thing to happen, but like I panicked and just like looked at the toilet was like fuck and then there was like a line out the door and you come out and you can't be like hey uh all that black sludge just came out of me which I'm convinced still it wasn't all me I have never pooped out black sludge unless I'm real sick gross so sorry so sorry um like so like I like walk out and you have to be really casual because if you act nervous, this is uh, part of the poop scoop is also tips on how to get away with uh, plugging a toilet in public for so people don't know it's you and farting in public. All kinds of things. I will always give you. I'll have you back on this. So the tip on coming out after you've blown out a toilet like that and there's a line is to act mildly disgusted. You don't want to be over the top because then it's obvious. And just like, hey, I don't know. I just like peed and flushed. Like this is what I, did. I was like, hey, I just like peed and flushed. And like now, like I don't know what happened, but it's like overflowing. I don't, I don't. So I would just go in the men's or I'm going to go tell like our, my bar back real quick. Because like I have no idea. But you have to act, play dumb, be very casual, but also mildly grossed out. Not too grossed out and not too casual. Because if you're too casual, like, you know, like smoking a cigarette with your martini, whatever. So they were like, oh, God, thank you for telling me. If you do it right, they go, oh, my God, thank you for telling me. And you're like, yeah, I didn't even notice. I had to pee so bad. Whatever, right? So I go and I'm like, oh, fuck. So I go tell uh, this this broad who who, ta- who takes care of the bar, right? She's like manager type. I don't know what her uh, – she just did a lot of stuff for the bar. But she we were all – I don't know. I That place was so odd. Um, I go tell her. And, and she goes, fuck, really? And she goes, Chelsea, to the other bartender, she goes, she did it again. And I was like, did what again? Chelsea goes, oh, my God, there's a girl here all day who just keeps plugging the toilet. And, like, she keeps going in there and just, like, shitting the grossest shit. And then, like, comes out and the toilet's plugged again. And we're like, go home. And I was like, thank you, girl, who for some reason won't go home after you're shitting black sludge. If, I, if that was me, wouldn't you just go home? Like, I only did it there because I had to work. I would never leave my home. Like if I like the, the amount of plans I've had to cancel because I'm at home pooping my brains out would blow your mind. But like I guess this girl just kept doing it. Like she was like sick and just like blowing out the toilet. And so she, so Rome the the manager lady was just like, I'll go take care of it. So she takes care of it and then puts on a do not just like uh, uh, on um what's it called broken sign, out of order sign. 
And then she's like, no one can just go in there. Just have them all go in the men's. And the men's bathroom always smells like a dead body. Like always. Every men's bathroom I've ever been in. And let's be honest, you all know I've been in a lot of men's bathrooms. Um, All of them. All of them smell like a dead body. I know I just breezed over that, but I feel like everything you know about me at this point, you wouldn't, you're not shocked that I have been in more men's bathrooms than I can even think of right now. I mean, like a, a lot of them, a lot, all of them, um, all of them smell like dead bodies. All of them. I don't know if it's a urinal cake. I guess that's a, called a cake. I don't know what it is, but it always, always smells like a dead body. Always. What the fuck is that? Even even when I lived with boys, their bathroom smelled like a dead body. It's like, what the fuck do you do in there? And like clean it, right? Like, I, I don't know, man. I, I That will be something that I will forever wonder about. What the fuck happens in there? Um, but so then my secret was safe. I was like, oh, sweet. And then later I told my bar back to him. He goes, yeah, I knew you also pooped in there. I was like, how'd you know? He goes, because you're Kim Crawl and I know you. I was like, fuck. It's like, do you think they knew? He goes, ah, I don't know. Maybe they did know. I don't know. Probably not. Who cares? Uh, I haven't worked there in like four or five years. Um, so that's your poop scoop for the day, my friends. And which leads us to I'm one lucky broad. I am one lucky broad. As I said, I am seeking out different help in my recovery. Um, again, I'm not ready to talk about it on a group level. Like it's a, um, but a few things have taken place in the last week that has made me look back on something. Just, I need to make a few changes in my recovery and, and who I have in my circle, if that makes sense. I don't know if that'll make any sense. It, well, if you're not in recovery, you don't know what I mean, but, uh, and not, and, and like, and not putting anybody down, not anything like that, just for my own growth. And I'm one lucky broad because I have made so much progress personally that before this year, I would have just been like, well, I don't want to leave. I don't want to abandon these people because they need me or like I can help them or I'll just like dim my light so they feel more comfortable. And instead, and I did a lot of writing and a lot of praying and like, I'm not a big like sky dad person, but you know, uh, turning over to the universe and a lot of outreach and all that stuff. And I, I realized that like, in order to keep growing is going to require me to leave a few people behind, not behind, but like, um, not where they were and well, now it's all over the map, but I, I'm one lucky broad that I am now a person that takes care of herself. I cannot take care of you if I haven't taken care of myself. There's a reason you put the, the oxygen mask on and the, um, you know, your own oxygen mask on before you help someone else when the plane's going down. You've got to put your own oxygen mask on first. And for most of my life, I did not do that. And in the last week, a lot has taken place and all of my recovery and hard work has stepped up and I am still I I took care of myself by by saying no to something and going to something that was better for me even though it's going to be a really tough conversation and a tough transition but in order to keep going and keep bettering my life it was necessary and I'm one lucky broad that I have done the work and I've had people and support in my life that have allowed me to grow in so many ways and uh that's really really grateful um really grateful. I think we're going to wrap it up there. I think that's, I think that's our show. I'm uh, almost 30 minutes late releasing this. And, um, 
Yeah, I think that's it. This is a part of the show where if I if I pause, I'm like, what should I call the show? And I'm like, after the like, my brain goes, what should I? What should this episode be called? Should we called I have a crush, or should we called I've been in a lot of men's bathrooms? I find, I don't know. I I try to look at. I don't think it matters what the title's called, but um, eating ass before it was popular is one of the most popular episodes, and I'm pretty positive it's because of that the title. Uh, but then last week's episode was really popular too, and I think I don't know. I'm overthinking it. I'm overthinking, but just so you know, at the end of every episode, when I pause for a little bit, I'm not reflecting. My brain is having a conversation that could be happening after this. Um, but yeah, we're gonna wrap it up. I. I don't know if I am going to release the Malone episode this Friday. I wanted to. Um, I just, like I said, I've had a lot of really personal stuff happen in the last week. And um, I am, I don't, I don't, I just want to, I just want to launch it when I have the mental capacity to um, really give it like as much, you know, promotion as I possibly can. So I'm not sure. Stay tuned for that. I have to go to work earlier today than normal. Um, So I'm. I don't know, man. I don't know. So just keep an eye out. I'm going to have guests pretty soon. No, at this point, everyone's like, we don't care. You've been saying this for like six months. So whatever. Uh, If you get a second, please follow me on everything. K-Y-M-K-R-A-L. If you uh, all, if you get more than a second and you liked what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast, Crawl Space, on everything um, you can get podcasts at. I don't know if that's true. I probably ought to look into that. I'm not 100% if that's true. Uh, I should I should have it on everything. I think it's on Spotify. I don't know. Uh, definitely on podcasts. And um, I believe it's on everything. This is a weird turn, guys. I need to sleep. Um, but uh, what am I saying? Oh, yeah. If you get a second, please leave me a review and uh, a rating. I, I, I would really love it. Um, and it also just it helps iTunes, I guess, decide who they put up in front on their page and I would that would be a fucking dream that'd be so fucking cool if Crawl Space was uh new and noteworthy or whatever but um yeah so if you get a second it it just means the absolute world to me if you have any poop scoop stories or you have any I'm one lucky broad things to say or you just want to reach out to say hi I have an email address which is still empty which is sad my dms still have stuff in there so I guess the dms is where people want to go but I would love to get an email uh, the email is K-Y-M-K-R-A-L-S-P-A-C-E at gmail.com. So Kim Crawlspace at gmail.com. I think that's it. Uh, vote, vote, vote. Early voting is happening. I voted a couple of days ago. Was terrified. I was so terrified real quick before I go. Because like there's like there's been so many things that they're like your vote won't be counted if your your signature doesn't match. And my signature is never matched. I literally scribble across the page because I found out when I was like 19 years old that no one checks it. And I was like, why am I putting so much effort into making a pretty signature? So it's been just like one line across the page. I shouldn't tell you how to forge my signature. It is apparently really consistent, which I didn't know because I looked at it and looked at my license and was like, oh, I guess I have been doing the same thing for years. But that is one thing. And then also for some reason on the front, it asks for the date. It says today's date. And I put in my fucking birthday. I was so nervous. I was so nervous. I was just, I've never voted by mail. I was afraid that somehow I magically would just vote for Donald Trump. I don't know why I would ever think I did that. But I, I checked the box, uh, Joe, Joe Biden, Harris, like, like a maniacal Girl Scout. I don't know what, I, and that's a weird thing to say, um, but like I checked it like a butt right and uh and then so I put my birth date on the envelope and I was like fuck so the date was the 16th and so I just changed it to 10 18 20 
and then put it in the box and I was like, fuck, it's the 16th. It's not the 18th. And then I spent three days just in a sheer panic that my vote wouldn't count because apparently you get just like the one shot. Like if your vote doesn't count in the ballot, you can't just go in person that day, which is bullshit. Because it's like, well, it says here it didn't count. So I still get a vote. But whatever. I just got the thing that says my vote counted. My vote counted. And I'm so happy. I'm so proud. So go vote. Go vote. Go vote. Let's vote this sociopath fucking out. I, if anything, if you like, if anything, just like to stop the drama every day. God, it's a nightmare. I get enough of that or the bar I work at or, or the comedy world. You know what I mean? I don't know. Or just the world in general. Like all of us in our personal lives get enough drama as it is. We don't need our president being like, guess what I did tonight? Like fuck off, right? And also uh, a lot of people's rights, including my own, are um, women's rights are uh, up in the air every four years. So let's vote, vote, vote. Um, wear a mask. Wear a mask. Be nice to each other and, uh, and be nice to yourself. And I will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.